strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and this is another episode of Strategy Talks. Welcome, everybody. If you're here live, we'd love to know where you are joining us from. If you're watching this on the replay, uh, let us know in the comments, um, hashtag replay. And for those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, Strategy Talks, we are so thankful to have you here as a listener today. So thank you so much. Uh, we have a wonderful guest here. I can't wait to introduce you to him. But before we do, I want to do a shout out to Social Insider. They are the main sponsor of Strategy Talks. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. Thank you, Social Insider, for being the awesome sponsor that you are. And if you're a business owner and you need to know what's working or what's not for you or your competitor, go to socialinsider.io and check it out. So now I want to bring our guest on. Um, we have Paul Bradley. Hi, Paul. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I am excellent. So let me go ahead and introduce you to Paul. Paul Bradley spent the last 10 years leading online community programs and teams for Intel, ADP, Higher Logic, and now Agora Pulse, where his team fuels Social Media Pulse, a free collaboration community aimed at connecting and educating social media managers. Paul lives in Alexandria, Virginia, and loves the outdoors, wine, sports, and hanging out with his wife, not in that order. So I love that bio. Thank you so much for being with us today, Paul. So what is your official title at Agora Pulse? Uh, first of all, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, and um, second of all, I don't know how any of these shows starts without a conversation around that song that introduced <laughs> this. Um, <laughs> Isn't that an awesome song? I need to know more about it, first of all, before we get into me. <laughs> okay, so that is um, the genius of one of my sons. We have four children, and one of our sons is absolutely amazing at composing and singing. And okay. um, I was about eight episodes in when I said to him, you know, I would love a little theme song. And he came up with that. He composed it. He wrote it. And then um, we created this video to go with it. So I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. So yes, it's great. It's great. <laughs> He's for it's hire. Best. If you want to, yeah. if you want to get a Ooh. theme song for your own podcast or your own show, let me know. <laughs> yeah. For social media pulse. I see Deb in the comments, Deb, make a call. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And he, he absolutely just, you know, he just did it and came through and um, it's been fun uh, posting that um, on the podcast and it just kind of, you know, it co puts it all together, right? Cohesive, yeah. making your making your show the way it is. So, Paul Bradley, Agora yes. Pulse, what's your title? Head of Global Community. I know it sounds it's it's a lot. It's it's my my wife is a chief of staff, my, and my uh, dad calls us the chief and the head, um, which is <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we're going to talk community today. So before 
anything else before, say you're a brand, you're a business and you're watching this show, um, before you launch anything, the most important thing is strategy, right? So yeah. let's talk about launching an online community, but talk about strategy. What do you need to start with if you want to do this? Um, first of all, you have to have a purpose, right? Like you have to know what you want out of it in the end. Um, and then you need to talk to the people that you want involved in that. And so the people for a community are the most important thing. And so you need to have an idea of who do I want to serve? What do I want to give them? Um, and then you go talk to them as much as you can and they blow up um, the idea that you had to begin with. Uh, and, and then you actually have a sense of, okay, this is what we need to do to, to launch this community. And, and one of the things that my boss, Michael Angeletto, always talks about is, you know, when you're, when you're doing any kind of usability testing, UX testing, discovery, and any kind of thing where you're trying to pre-strategize, you want to talk to people until you start hearing the same answers over and over. Um, I think he, he says that. I like, love that. Yeah, he's packaged that up in a way that obviously, like, I, I think I'd thought about that in a much more verbose way in the past, but he packaged it up well with that. And um, that's what we did uh, most recently on our, on our most recent launch um, is you just try to talk to people as much as you can. And, and fortunately, with Agora Pulse, we have such a great audience of people who want to get involved with us um, that we put out a blast saying, hey, come talk to Paul about what you would want with community. Um, and I suddenly, my calendar was full for like the months of, of June and July last year, just talking to people about what their pain points are and, and things like that. So um, for anybody out there who's looking to start a community, again, you need to know what you're trying to do, what you're trying to get out of it. Don't start it just for the sake of starting it um, and just see what happens. Have a goal um, and then talk to your audience as, as who, you, who you want to speak to as much as you can um, and have them be the fuel of what you, what you start with. I love that. And I love that you, that you just keep talking to them until you keep hearing the same and same thing over and over. Now I know there's a lot of coaches out there, right. That help people launch communities. And that's what I run into. Some of my clients come to me and say, or potential clients and say, Hey, my coach told me to start a Facebook group or to start a Facebook community. I don't know why. Right. <laughs> and so that is not a good reason. Just because somebody tells you to start a community, that is not a good reason. I used to get people come to me and say, yeah, this is about five years ago. You need to be, I, people tell me I should be on Pinterest, but I don't really know why. So mm -hmm. find your why, have your goals for why you would want to. And then obviously, as Paul just said, talk to the people who you would want to be part of your community and ask them, what, what do you need? So, um, so then- if you have a plan, you have a goal, you know who you want to reach, how do you build out a team? Because launching an online community, Paul, it cannot be an individual effort, right? So you need a team. So who are, who are kind of the people on your team? Who do you need? Um, even if you start with a small community, um, what are some of the things to think about and strategize about? Yeah, I think it depends on how you think of a team. Like, so if you're you're well resourced, like like I've been at Agora Pulse, that team can be people who you hire and bring in, and 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 you determine, okay, who what are the skill sets, the puzzle pieces that I need to fit together? Who are the different sort of all stars that that I can bring in? So I was super fortunate at Agora Pulse to be able to have Ruth, Deb, and Christine. Um, but the typical person who's starting a community, particularly if you're like, a, a, you know, life coach or something like that, you're not going to be able to just like hire people in. Um, and, and often, you know, too, in, in my experience, you know, go, let's go back to ADP, um, where I worked in, on the community there for four years. I didn't have an ability to bring anybody in to help me out um, just on a salary level. So it's about figuring out 
who your advocates are gonna be because in community, they're gonna be people who um, will contribute to your community without anything in return other than like recognition um, and, and appreciation. So it's always key to be doing that, to be appreciating people, recognizing them, rewarding them with whatever you can, whether it's promotion or just, you know, saying nice things about them, saying nice things to them, giving them access to events and things like that. Um, and so when you're in a position where you don't have an ability to hire people, I think it's, it's just about starting off with that group of people that you think would want to be involved, figuring out, who will kind of help you out through through your engagement, right? You've come up with a plan. You, you've spoken to people. You've launched with content. People engage with that content. And suddenly you start to get a sense of who are the people that might help you out, who might moderate, who might do other things. What can you provide to people? If it's not money, if it's not something of financial value, what can you provide to people that means something to them? Identify that, right? Like if you have access to some kind of a tool or an event or um, a skill set, or you have access to colleagues who would consult with folks, right? If you're if you're running a coaching business or something, you probably know other coaches, and, and you might be able to do like a quid pro quo with some of them to, to get people um, exposure to expertise and whatnot. Um, and so, to build your little crew of folks, like like Deb is with with us now, our, our community crew, our moderation crew, um, you just figure out who who has like a mutual benefit. Uh, uh, agreement or who has potential to, to, to provide mutual benefit uh, with you uh, and, and then just do your best to, to nurture that relationship. Um, and so I guess going back to how do you build your team, um, you know, it's a matter of, again, going back to that discovery and understanding what people want um, and what you can give them out of that group. You're not going to be able to give people everything, but um, uh, you know, if it's if what they want is money and you've got salary to pay them, then then there you go. Um, and if that what, makes if, sense, if, yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you don't, then you figure out what else you can use. <laughs> so I love what you said, advocates, and you know some people might call them uh, you know brand advocates, uh, brand ambassadors, uh, but that is a great way to start a community, right? Um, getting them in a group, either putting them in a group, people that already love your brand, love your business, um, love you, um, getting them in the group or starting that group, finding those people who are enthusiastic, reward them for answering, for talking, for engaging, give them, uh, you know, something right in return. And then they'll do more. And I want to throw out an example here. Um, I was in a community with Andrew and Pete, you know, Andrew and Pete uh, mm -hmm. in the UK, they have a Tomicon. And while I was in that community for a while, they um, were doing Friday pizza, Friday pizza night. And it didn't matter where you lived in the world, they would have a question in the morning and then their assistants would pick one person and doesn't matter where they lived, they would order them a pizza and it got delivered to your house. Now, I think that was fantastic though. It was just so fun. I would every single Friday would go to that community and be part of whatever conversation they had because I wanted to get a free pizza for my family. Now, doesn't matter whether you go or you get that pizza or not, but just knowing that they're willing to do something for the community was really amazing. They had amazing ambassadors in there. So that was an example to me of, you know, rewarding those people. And, and, you know, I of course became an ambassador just for free in that community because I would bring people in and say, Hey, this is really fun. Right. So you guys are doing something very similar at your community. So I'm going to go ahead and bring up some of these um, awesome uh, uh, links 
So what is this link? <laughs> uh, that is the homepage of Social Media Pulse. So Social Media Pulse is a community that we've built, much like you mentioned in, in the intro, um, to drive collaboration and education amongst so people who either are social media managers or aspire to be social media managers. We provide free resources, networking, collaboration, content, um, based on the discovery that we did, like I mentioned before, people um, told us that they wanted guidance. They told us they wanted sort of a source of authority when it comes to social media insights and, and uh, strategy. Um, and so we try to provide that. They want access to people, like getting to know good people to hire. They want opportunities to educate others. And so that's kind of the, that's the kind of place that we've tried to, to build here. Um, we have uh, forums, we have news, we have blogs, we have videos, um, we have uh, Pulse Academy, which is um, the evolution of our social media manager school property. Um, and uh, it currently has seven courses in there that people can go take for free from scratch, learn some stuff. We will be building out uh, evolution, like I mentioned, of those courses to where there will be certifications that are vetted against hiring standards, that are vetted against um, uh, assessment, like professional and and or academic assessment criteria. Um, and so we really want uh, your profile on social media pulse to kind of be your sort of niche profile for your skill set. Um, we'll work to open badge in other things that you've done. Um, these are all kind of like stretch things that we'll do on the back end of the year and, and next year. But like the grand vision is that you can come to Social Media Pulse, get educated, um, network with people. So build a network, add skills, stay on top of social media news, and ultimately also use the skills that you add in social media community to get hired, to get a job. Um, and so right now we have a job board and it's great. And um, we have people coming in posting all the time. Eventually the job board will include functionality that will allow you to, as you're posting a job, say, I want somebody with these three certifications that they've earned in this community. And I know that those, these, these people really know this stuff because I know Social Media Pulse has worked really hard on those certifications to actually um, align them with what people want to hire for. Um, so that's kind of like the, the circular view of, of social that's media posts. Awesome. Right now, yeah, right now it's just, if you go to socialmediapulse.community, um, it's a great place to collaborate, get news, um, learn about learn about the industry and um, add some skills. Okay, so to join the community, is this the link? My.socialmediapulse.community is how people can register? Yep, that's a registration page. My.socialmediapulse.community. Socialmediapulse.community is the homepage. And they all have a global navigation where you can bounce between these things too. It's not as confusing. Um, that's as awesome. So, so, so now you have this community, you've launched it. Let's talk a little bit about how to grow it because I think there's a whole strategy behind it, right? So you do a lot of, um, you did a lot of conversations, of course, ahead of time, you knew who you wanted to have on your team, you had a budget to hire people, you you're building out this community, you obviously have a vision for one year, two year, five year down the line, this is what you want to do. How does somebody who starts an online community gets it started gets the first 200 500 people in it? How do you grow an online community? How do you measure success? I think those are two different questions, but let's talk about that for a couple minutes before we close this out, because I think that's, you know, a lot of people get that fatigue, right? I build it and I hope they would come and some came, but now what? Yeah. So, I mean, you need, like, obviously to measure it, it's typically your membership and their engagement 
and whether or not they return on a regular basis. So your strategy has to be focused on planting that seed in someone's head of, I should go back to social media polls today because there's something I gotta see, right? Um, and so when you're building out content, obviously at the beginning of the, the construction of an online community, you're to provide about 90% of the content. And your goal within year two, three or whatever is that you're providing the same amount of content, but it's 10% of your content, right? Because your users are providing the rest. Um, so you need to build a culture of content contribution. Um, and that takes time. You and I were talking in the green room before about how, you know, people are kind of like, like, like you want a squirrel to come eat out of your hand, right? Like they're reluctant at first, but if you're out there every day, eventually the squirrel might come and eat out of your hand, right? Because it trusts you. Online communities like that, people have to adopt a new thing. They're used to other things or they're not used to anything at all. Like they've never even collaborated in, in a, uh, a space like that. So you need to kind of show them every day that it's safer and safer. Um, and so uh, your content needs to be useful to everyone, to everyone that you're trying to go for. And so, like I said, those five things that we identified in discovery, everything that we do needs to point towards those things. Um, and if we're providing it on a regular basis and people start to realize and know that there's always new stuff, there's always things that are going to help me do better at work today. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of the key is a lot of times online communities will get focused on, let's just have this interesting piece of content today. And that's cool. You need to have some of that. But we also need to be providing things that are invaluable, right? Things that um, when a person is thinking about, I need to go to this place that I don't typically go to, um, and I need to, like, you need to develop that behavior in them. It needs to tick the box of value for them. Like how often, how much more networking do you do when you're looking for a job, Right. Uh, you know, like people network more when they're looking for a job. Sure. Um, community needs to be something that that fuels those big life things of I need a better job. I want to make more money. I want to better my life. I want to do better for my family and things like that. And so if your content is pushing towards those like sort of visceral human things of I'm missing out on getting better, doing better if I don't go, um, then then that's kind of key. And so if you stay focused on that, then, you know, sky's the limit. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's really good, solid advice. I love that you said, you know, initially you're creating 90% of the content and then eventually you want to move to creating only 10%, same amount, but other people. And I, as a community manager, I certainly have seen that happen where it becomes that place where you as a community manager go from that, um, you know, content provider to the cheerleader on the side going, good job, everybody, you're having the conversations and I'm just here to cheer you on. So um, if that's your goal, I think that's a, a very valid and great goal to have. Um, I can't wait to see what happens in the Social Pulse community, Paul. Um, appreciate you being here. I've got a rapid fire round that I didn't tell you about. So I have three oh, questions. No. Okay. Um, they're very, it's gonna be super quick. So I'm going to just say one or the other, this or that, and you just answer. So we get a little bit more insight into who Paul is. So speed or accuracy? Speed. Loose <laughs> guidelines or clear directions? Clear directions. Uh, introvert or extrovert? Both. Oh, <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. So... Paul, if people want to know more, we've already put all the information out um, about your community, but how can people best connect with you? If they want to learn more about online community or want to follow you, where is the place that they should connect with you on social media? 
Yeah, you know, I'm not the most active on Twitter, but it's a good place to connect with me. I'm kind of a lurker there. Paul Bradley CMGR is is my handle there. Find me on LinkedIn. It's just Paul. I think it's Paul and Bradley. Um, okay. Yeah, hit me up there. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you to all of those who we are in live, especially Deb Mitchell, community manager at yes, Mitchell Media Pools community. <laughs> she put the links to the community right there in the chat. Thank you, Deb, for being here. Um, and I appreciate you if you were here listening to this podcast. Absolutely wonderful. So it is the um, socialmediapulse.community um, if you want to go check it out. Um, and, um, I absolutely encourage you to go in there. I'm in there as well, um, as a content creator, I'd love to see you there. Uh, let me know on LinkedIn, if you're going to go check it out and connect with Paul as well. Uh, as always, thank you for your time. The 20 minutes is up. I appreciate everybody being here and I appreciate you for coming back, uh, week after week, Paul, uh, any last parting words about community that people need to know about? No, Anything thank you. you. No, somebody who could start it. Oh, you know, just get out there and do it. You know, it's uh, we talked about speed or accuracy. Uh, community is about getting out there. Open it up. See what happens. Don't worry about being perfect. You know, um, it, it, it's going to be it's just about getting getting it going. Start the conversation. Awesome. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Bye, everybody. I'll be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Thank you so much. Thank you.